So, Steve, you looking at you see this bag of barbecue chips, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Bag of barbecue chips, basic as fuck. You buy a bag of barbecue chips, you know what you're getting out of it. You're getting a normal bag of barbecue chips. Everybody on the side. Let's I, let's be real. You're getting like sixty percent air. Well, yeah, that's the bag, but the chip itself, right? Everybody under the sun, right? Random. Every random motherfucker who knows how to make a chip makes a barbecue chip. But you know who's not basic? You know what's not random? These chips. And you know why these chips are good? Because they're different. They're wild. And you know what else is different? You know what else is wild? Wall Street bets. Let's get in. here. <laughs> uh, we're here then anyways we're here it's your boy maui and your boy waffles and this Coming is with couch surfing let's do it did you know one time just to be like that weirdo i saw a bot like a like a tube of pringles that were pickled flavor. I ate the whole can. Was it good? No. <laughs> I only found them one time. They took them off the shelves <laughs> next week. I was like, makes sense. These are dumb. Well, Lay's had that like thing where they were trying out hella random flavors and they were like asking people online, like, which one would you want? Like this shitty flavor or this shitty flavor? And then they put it on the shelves for the same thing like a month and they would just take a shit. Dude. No, some of those flavors were good, to be fair. They had this one where it was like fresh tomatoes. It felt like I was eating my backyard. Oh, my <laughs> backyard is dirty, bro. <laughs> hey, wait, well, well, I don't know about you, but you could eat a nice ass off of my backyard, okay? Right? <laughs> wait, what kind of backyard are we talking about? Backyard? What are you talking about? You're talking with a lot about of with a lawn, you know, that's like pretty long, but like not too long. <laughs> You know, you trim your backyard. Yeah, you gotta trim the backyard. You gotta make sure your night backyard is looking nice and clean. You don't want people, you know, coming in here leaving, you know, like shoe marks on your on your nice walkway. You know what I mean? Oh, I you. you gotta keep it clean. Gotta keep your lawn trimmed. You know, and also don't forget, trash cans need to go out at least once a week. You know, because people be throwing, you know, they be throwing all these things like balls, you know, and like you know, you know cucumbers and all this shit. They be throwing it all in their trash can. They're not really thinking about, should it be going in my trash can or not? Yeah, I take care of backyard people. And also, don't forget to wipe your ass and take a shower every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Right. But on a more serious topic, or you, you guys probably heard of it. There's this wild, dumbass Reddit page going around. Wall Street bets. Motherfucker, I... If you are one of those people like I who went on hoping... To make a quick buck, you know, trying to catch the wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and instead sat there for an hour reading all the horrible, sad sob stories about these dumbasses who went. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm not gonna believe in this Reddit page. All my hopes and dreams and future. The and biggest I'm- issue really is that they just missed the wave. You know, like if they were on it. I think that was what the big problem was. It became a news story, and then everyone was like, "Oh, this is real." Let's, let's see if we could catch it. Right. And everyone caught it probably way too late. Right. Made I, it up. Rule of thumb, by the time you hear about it, yeah, it's it'll over. be old news. Yeah. yeah. It happened. <laughs> right now, they're actually it. trying to get a second squeeze. So that's, I mean, that's the general, con- that's what happened in the first 
So what happened was a lot of people put a bunch of money into GameStop and AMC. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just shot up in price. And a bunch of people who were behind on the trend tried to hop on this bandwagon and just ate the losses. And so now they're doing it again. And like they keep posting. Uh, I'm looking at the site right now. And they keep on posting to keep investing into GME and try and get another squeeze out of it, which means, you know, they rise the prices up and you sell real quick at high prices and then it drops down, screws, you know, all the big investors. But in real, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to climb up again. But that's just from my perspective. We'll see. You know, again, when this is out, we'll know for sure if I'm right or wrong. But hear me out. If it works, that means that entirely it's, the entire stock market is capable of being controlled by a single Reddit page, which would be devastating. Well, that's the problem now, too, is that they've been actually putting a lot of regulation on it, too. Or they, they're trying to implement a lot of regulation. So little like smaller investors like us can't make that big squeeze again that, you know. I mean, happens. I not understand why. I mean, hear me out. If I you're don't. Like, well, no, like if you're a rich <laughs> old white dude, right, or maybe a rich old Mexican guy. Just a rich guy, right? Yeah, if you're super rich and you're in the stock market, imagine, I would shit my pants if I just heard, yeah, did you hear about some of the people who just made half a million dollars off of investing in GameStop and then selling it at the peak? You're telling me literally people became millionaires off of this bullshit game. GameStop, what do they have? What do you, what no, you dude, go to GameStop? For? Well, honestly, right now, the way I see GameStop, it's, it's, it's the next blockbuster. Right? It's getting outdated. Yeah. Everything's going online. Everything's going digital. So I think it's going to hit the it's going to hit the shitter just like Blockbuster did. And GameStop made sense when entirely you if you wanted a game, you needed to get the disc. Yeah, right. right. But mm-hmm. now you could just download it. Right. Me and my girlfriend were talking about this and we said the only way GameStop survives is if they come out with an off the ball brand new idea for their entire company. That's not happening. Which they can't. That's I mean, not happening. imagine they're a retailer. They're not. They're not in like industry. They're not in manufacturing. They're not in anything but retail. Mm-hmm. So unless they change the game, that they're going to take a loss regardless. Yeah. And I, I mean, I already took a loss. I got on that GameStop hype. I was I just going to say, yeah, I, I, I saw it and I was like. Not for me. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be that guy to try and fucking win, like sneak in and try and make a couple bucks. I'm yeah. good, man. I'm not gonna take that fucking risk. My girlfriend, on the other hand, she had the patience for it. She was like, but she she doesn't really care necessarily about making the money. She just wants to see how it all ends up. You know, like my girlfriend. That's a lot of people. You. That's what they call diamond hands, right? People who just hold on. Yeah, but she's not holding on because she's like, I believe she's holding on because it's a laugh. <laughs> she's like. What the fuck? I put sixty dollars in the GameStop, and so far I've made forty. That's what if she fuck? sells, right? That's if, That's she, if sells. she sells. She, she honestly could watch that GameStop stock plummet drop, to zero, plummet to zero, and she'd be like, <laughs> "Sucks to suck," and then she'd walk away. But she's not invested in the stock market. Like I went on the Reddit page. Uh-huh. You know how many sob stories I heard about? I invested my whole college savings into into GameStop just to have it not do anything. And now hear me out. Some of you, some of you did that, and I feel bad. I feel worse for the people who went. I better just take what I can get while I still can and left. Well, that's that's usually the the idea, right? And that's where people get screwed is that on the decline, they're like, I might as well cut out now before it hits zero or goes back even lower. So might as well salvage what I can. And then 
sometimes, like we see now, it's climbing up again, right? It's at 140 right now? Or Well, it's at 108. Let's, let's look it up real quick. Oh, well, yeah. Just hop on Robin Hood. Yeah, 101. So, I mean, it's all, it, it had a little climb back up, but, I mean, on Wednesday, it looks like it's going to settle at, like, 90. If you had, like, what? If you invest, if you bought it at the low, low point, right, of the, after it started, 40, right, you brought, you made $100. You bought two stocks, you just made $200. You know what I'm saying? Like, you made it. Good job. Pull your money out. Really think about investing your money like a smart person. You know what I mean? I put my money in the stocks that don't change, go up and down randomly in a week. Well, you're, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're looking for the long-term investment. Exactly. Yeah. I'm looking exactly. for, like... A place to put my money so that way, you know, Russian hackers don't just steal it, you know? Yeah. Also, this is this, a this disclaimer. This is not financial advice at all. <laughs> we know at you, all. You listen to this podcast and go, hmm, they sound like they know what the fuck they're doing. You do no, not know what the fuck you're doing. We're speculating here. That's pretty much it. And, you know, I mean, I have, I really don't really look at Wall Street bets a lot just because, again, I just think it's just. Dude, right now, I feel like the stock market has become less of a stock market and more of, like, a casino. Yeah. You know? Where you're just, you're literally gambling, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, especially with, like, stocks like fucking GameStop and AMC. Like, that's straight gambling. I, I treat the stock market like a theme park. I show up with $300, and I go, whether I lose it all or double it, I'm having fun. <laughs> you know? Like, don't call it. <laughs> I love watching the lines bounce up and down and go, damn. <laughs> or, yeah. You know? Yeah. It is like exactly a casino. You can show up to a casino with three hundred dollars, have a good night. Then <laughs> that's what you get in the stock market. Now, when you come up with two thousand dollars and you expect to have a plan, then you're not gonna. Then you're strategizing. You're not trying to have fun. <laughs> know your difference, people. Are you trying to have fun on the stock market or make money? Because if you're trying to make money, now nah, I can't help you. <laughs> Maybe this guy can. I can't. I am 100% that guy you take to the stock market to watch him fuck up and then go, okay, I'm not going to do that. You know that one episode of Futurama where they go to the casino, where Zoidberg goes to the casino, they're like, oh, we got a level five gambler coming in, and they like roll out the red carpets because they know he's about to lose big. Mm-hmm. That's you, homie. Yeah. Well, in community, they had a phrase for that. It was like a level, a level seven susceptible. Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Sounds about right up your alley. You know, but yeah, dude, I love I love looking at Wall Street bets. Not not to look into investing, but I just love looking at the fucking memes that they have on there, dude. Everything is just so funny, man. I just feel bad because I go on there and I hear these. I mean, I feel for you, you know. And honestly, in the heart of my hearts, where your money is, it's probably deeper than my asshole, <laughs> and it's not coming out. Believe me. It's not. <laughs> but I feel for you. And I hope one day you realize your ass don't belong on a goddamn stock market. Your ass belongs in a nine to five working to pay off your mortgage. Get the fuck out of here with that. You know what this reminds me of? 2000s. I was young as fuck. I didn't even know about this. I learned it in a political, a politics class. You remember this old book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Oh, yeah, but Robert Kiyosaki, yeah. Yeah, you read that book? No, but I actually watched a few of his videos. Really? Yeah. I don't know anything about him other than the fact that in the book, he told genuine parents 
to write their kids off as a business expense. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I heard that. They, like, you can do a specific thing, make everything your children do a matter of business. Now, not everything, obviously, right? Yeah, but, I think like, his goal, his goal is to, like, try and educate younger, like, young, young. Because, like, dude, when I was growing up, I didn't, I didn't know anything about stock market. I didn't know anything about anything until, like, even after high school. You know, you take econ class. They don't teach you anything. They just teach you that the stock market exists and you can put money into it. And you can potentially make money right. or lose. Right. It's like, okay. Does anyone know anything about the stock market? If you genuinely look at some of the best investors, they're just confident as fuck because when they invest, millions of people follow that investment. So no matter what they invest in, it's going to go up. And since they're the ones in charge of the whole thing, they just leave before everybody else. They And then once they see them leave, it drops, right? But, I mean, there's some things you can kind of trend line, right? Like pr- like predictions in industry, right? Like, oh, are we going to start booming in computers, technology? Okay, cool. So then you can start investing in that. Okay, well, also we could invest in the industry that makes those components or the industry that mines the metals that make those components. So like, there's some trends you could find, but like understanding, like it, it gets real complicated when you try to like actually learn about the stock market. Like all I invest in are purely like uh, systems that we, as a society, we can't just give up on. You know what I mean? Like construction, you know, applied materials. That's one that they talk about. You know, I invest in. I haven't invested in that actually. <laughs> I'm not a liar. I'm gonna be real. I I watched that jump and drop and went. And that's 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 a, uh, a system that we can't live without, right? We need materials to build things. We need miners, metals, technology, all that shit, right? And <laughs> I look at that stock, a stock that's not going away anytime soon, right? It's not like all of a sudden we're gonna go, we're building we're building houses with plants. I mean, we use trees, but it's like we're gonna, we're gonna use this righteous flower. And it's gonna when you mix it with water creates a sort of cement that's not biodegradable, but it is biodegradable. That's not what's gonna happen anytime soon. I'm not gonna outsource my building my home to a bunch of hippies, you know? Yeah, dude, that sounds terrible. Like just that idea of a biodegradable house, that means your house is literally that means you gotta degrading buy while you live in it. Yeah. So eventually and it's rotting and it's it's just garbage, right? Eventually it'll dilapidate faster than more sustainable buildings that are already being built today right. so i watched this one dude there's one french dude they're always french by the way all the people that are like really out here saying you know i have an idea take something that's completely fine the way it is now and switch it out with a little bit of french ingenuity he's building an entire building out of trees you grow the trees up a scaffolding support system then eventually you'll come in and you'll add your own floors or the trees will grow into the floors. I don't know, <laughs> but the walls, the entire walls, all the walls of this, the four walls of this building are trees are going to be trees. And it's supposed to be like, supposed to be the most eco-friendly way to build a home. <laughs> and I was like, he was like, yes. So in about a couple years after my lifetime, <laughs> so he's going to die. Yeah. He said, he was like, this is a project that's going to take several lifetimes. That sounds like an art project, to be honest. I mean, like, it sounds about right, right? Like, that's where, like, all the art came from is, like, not all, but that's, like, where the big booms in art history comes from, right? Like, all those big changes. 
I, I mean, I did like a li- I had a class, I had a winter class on art history, so I right. know I don't know a lot, but I do know that there are a lot, a lot of fucking movements that came out of France. But now don't get me wrong, my dad loves France. I love France. I don't believe. I've never been, so I don't have an opinion. I don't. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, same. <laughs> I don't. I love France in the sense that like French people are confident as fuck in everything they do. You know what I mean? I've never seen a French physicist come out and be like, I'm not truly sure about my project, so let me go back to France, figure it out, and I'll come back in a couple years. He's like, America, do you want it? No? All right, I'll be in Europe. Thank you. Goodbye. Like, <laughs> you know, but here's here's what I'm trying to get at. Speaking of art, by the way, there's this new trend. I've told you about it. Our producer told me about it. It's called he told NFTs. Us. Yeah. Yeah, our producer told us about it. It's called NFTs. It's like art, but online. And there's a way to basically say, once you make it, once you make this beautiful piece of art, to say there's only one in existence. You can obviously copy it and do whatever, but I don't know how much you researched it, but they're connected to blockchains. Yeah. Blockchains do the whole thing, right? Blockchains are the whole reason behind it, really. And I'm just thinking about this for a moment. I bought myself... (laughs) Get ready. I bought myself a crypto kitty because they and they got me. I mean, here's how they got me. They, they sold it to me like a game. They were like, you get a cat, you get a second cat, you breed the cats, you get another cat. All the cats are worth something. There you go. You got more cats. And then and then so I was like, OK, how much does a cat cost? On the website it says fourteen dollars <laughs> on their side. It's fourteen dollars, uh-huh. but they don't have a way for you. Right. They don't they don't have their own way for you to take your debit card out get the numbers right type them in get pay 14 dollars and get a cat no you got to go through a third party to get ethereum first yeah you got to convert it into into cryptocurrency right, right. so i put 40 dollars. i wanted to convert 40 dollars <laughs> into into ethereum and this is what happened i put the numbers in 40 four zero after fees and taxes came out to 49.90 and then after I hit confirm, I ended up with $32 <laughs> in Ethereum. I don't know where the fuck my fucking $17 went, but I guess <laughs> these must be some high quality fees and taxes. I don't know. Who the fuck needs my $17? Who? And by the way, by the way, don't fucking tell me it's $14 for a fucking cat if it's $50 for a fucking cat. Okay? Tell me it's $50. I'll give you $50. (laughs) So, no. What do I do with my bitch-ass $32 in Ethereum? My bitch-ass $32 in Ethereum. I'm a college student. They want me to put in at least $100 in this Ethereum bullshit. What do I do? I go and I find a cheap-ass cat to buy. One of these bum-ass cats that look like shit that are still worth Ethereum. I'm like, fine. I'll buy that one. $7. Cost me $23. <laughs> okay. I got $9 in Ethereum left. I got $9 in Ethereum. I can't even buy the second cat to breed the cat to get the third cat. <laughs> because of all these hidden charges and fees. This is internet art. You're telling me. You're telling me you believe your fucking cat. <laughs> what is that? Is that the Ethereum? Is that a theme, right? It just dropped. It just dropped today. Today. 
Good thing I bought it two days ago. <laughs> Good thing I bought it when it was at the <laughs> at the prime of its game. <laughs> when when a cat costs thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, I actually, yeah, it As works out when you look at it to, that way. We're filming this uh, February 26th, so. On February 24th, I bought this fucking cat. You know what's funny, too? Cassie was with me the whole time. Cassie, I was like, Cassie, do you want to give me another $40 to buy a single cat? <laughs> she was like, sure. If you can, and she told me this, if you can figure out how to convert your money from money to Ethereum and put it in MetaMask to buy a cat from CryptoKitties. Listen to that process. <laughs> I have money in my bank account. By the way, I fucked up hard. This is what I did. Let me tell you the whole story. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. So I saw $14 for my for my CryptoKitty. And I was like, I like that CryptoKitty. I like its colors. Buy it. I go to buy Ethereum. It gives you two options on MetaMask. You go through the easy option. Where they charge you and they take your 17 fucking dollars. Okay. Or you go through this bitch ass fucking website. Where there's boxes and charts and tables everywhere. And there's a button that says buy. But when you click buy, it's like, oh, this is what everybody's buying. I'm like, no, where the fuck do I go to put in my $40? And they're like, nowhere, bitch. You don't buy here. And I was like, what the fuck is that? All right. So I go. Big brain here, big brain. Everybody uses PayPal, right? <laughs> Fuck it, everybody uses PayPal. I'll buy Ethereum on PayPal. PayPal has an Ethereum fucking thing. I was like, cool, I'll get the Ethereum on PayPal. And I'll buy a fucking cat. Uh-huh. What the fuck? I put my Ethereum in PayPal. I put $40 into Ethereum on PayPal. It turned to $32 the moment I dropped it in. I was like, what's your fucking fee? $8 still? Oh, uh, okay. Fuck it. <laughs> Let me buy my cat with my $32. It goes, oh, no. As PayPal, Ethereum, what we do is we sit on our ass. And when you find some random fucking sketchy ass website on the butt ankles of the fucking Internet, I mean, like, if you went to Google page 50 and then you found a fucking random Chinese website, not even translated, and it said PayPal. And it was sketchy as fuck. You know putting your credit card information in there just gets stolen. Then you can spend your Ethereum from PayPal. <laughs> I have that app. It doesn't It doesn't merge with fucking MetaMask. <laughs> I want to buy a fucking cat. I can't just download Coinbase and go. Maybe I can. I didn't put that much patience into it, quite frankly. It was so frustrating. Because after the PayPal debacle, I just took my $32 and said, fucking keep my $8. <laughs> and just for a form of reference, our, our producer just said, "Why don't you use Coinbase?" Which that was which I, I have. Give me my fucking. I'm not you're good. Get you're my good. Phone right yeah, now. yeah, you're good. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> so after I take out my thirty-two dollars for PayPal, I just fucking went fine. Put my forty dollars in the MetaMask. That is what MetaMask is. It's a crypto <laughs> wallet. It's a crypto wallet that doesn't have. And then when you so okay. So after I took my $40 out of PayPal, left with $32, I was like, shit, lost $8. That's the stock market, right? So <laughs> when you lose $8 just transferring around money, yeah, that happens. <laughs> then I finally, finally figured out. I had two choices. I had their, their easy to do, literally click a button, ask for your credit card information, buy Ethereum, or navigate this bullshit page. <laughs> 
right? Yeah. I, I just decided I'll do the easy one. And then it took my seventeen fucking dollars, and then I got the one crypto kitty. And now you got me on Rarible and Ocean Isle or whatever the fuck it's called. Look yeah, at you have like a people. bunch of them. You were showing me at work like four different websites. Six minutes to break, dude. It's okay. Either way, you know what they were selling on Rarible today? Just to let everybody know. Just because I thought it was pretty interesting. They were selling penises <laughs> yeah, as, yeah. as different characters. Dong. They, they had a, a it was Dong Vader. <laughs> Dong Vader. And it was... Tadonga. 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 Fucking Black Panther in the shape of a dick. In the shape of a dick. <laughs> they were selling that for one Ethereum a piece. Nobody uh, okay. One Ethereum is like equivalent to like a thousand dollars right yeah, now. Right. So, so they're telling you you get virtual digital art that's a thousand dollars in the shape of a dick mm-hmm. of a Disney character. Yeah. Or a comic book character. Of any character. Yeah. What the fucking call like just just listen to that for a moment. Now now let me ask you real quick. Yeah. Are you are you like doing any research beyond like that? No. Like, do I you ever listen to like any investors, or do you listen to like YouTube channels or anything like that? I spent three hours looking into NFTs, learning code, learning blockchain, learning data mining, and whatever all that shit. Learning it all, baby. Yeah, but learning do you like all. do you do you ever like follow like people who like are big investors or anything like that that like have those trends? Listen. Maybe maybe that's hard for Bitcoin because I guess like. I don't know. I don't know a lot of – I'm very, very out of the loop in like crypto to Listen, be honest. If I was investing any sort of money that would break my bank in any way, yes, I would. I'm messing around with $150 with my 32 Ethereum. <laughs> see, here's the – yeah, that's the difference. I see. Because <laughs> like I feel like I do the same thing with about the same amount of money, but I'm like – I'm looking into it. You know, I'm not like, oh, this is a game. I'm like, okay. What can I invest in for the long haul? What's going to profit at the end of the... All right, but what do you learn from listening to those videos? Tell me. Are you... What do I learn? I learn how to follow the trends. I learn, like, what I should, like, start investing in. I learn, like, from different angles. Like, I've also been listening, like, to people who, like, explain how the stock market works. They go over, like, how, you know, previous crashes happen and how it's comparable to now. And, like, right now, dude, we're printing a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. A shit ton. Oh, yeah. That's not good. No. Right? Because no. then the, the price of the dollar will drop. Mm-hmm. So I've been, like, low-key putting my investments into commodities, right? Something that has actual value. Maybe. I don't know. You say it. You, you told, you, I know what you're trying to put your money in, Steve. Just say it. What? What do you think I'm trying to put my money in? Bitch wants to buy gold. I, I can't afford gold, gold, bro. I can't afford gold. Gold member. But I've been putting my – I've at least been putting my stocks because I can't afford that shit. I've been putting my stocks into like at least mining companies, right? Because how are we going to produce the gold? No, you're right. So, I mean, that's one way to look at it. If I had the chance to put money into fucking precious metals, I would. But, dude, I don't got that money. I'm barely fucking able to pay for school and shit right now, dude. That's true. I'm just trying to like – get ready for like when i get a job like when i get a real job that's paying decent money where i could start investing like then i'll start looking that direction but right now it's all speculative for me except again i've been putting like 50 dollars every now and then like a week into the stock but again i've been honestly just investing in mining companies and then graphene companies because like they're trying to work on like graphite for batteries you know so like just industrial commodities honestly I, or companies that invest in or are producers of that 
See, I love I love how like that's your research because when I do my research into investments, I'm like, where are we at right now? Where are we going to be at in the next three years? Right? I'm invested in the cloud compute, no edge computing, and um, ionic batteries. Do you know what those are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to do a, sort of like what you're doing. Get into those, you know, those areas where. Just the uni- the world's never gonna not need them. Yeah, uh, so, uh, and it's interesting though, because like you look at the product, right? You're looking at like the products. I'm looking at the materials needed to make those products. Yeah. Well, yeah. So like, there's a there, again, there's so many different ways you can look at it. And there's, and honestly, if we're being fair, <laughs> our producer believes in weed stonks. But if you were keeping up. With the weed economy, like I do every <laughs> week on Fridays after work, <laughs> join me if you want. <laughs> you would know that the weed weed right now is there's just so many regulations that it's tanking, at least in California, right? Ease on a Friday, like Ease changes their minimum delivery deposit depending on the day. Mm-hmm. Ease and Bento have both risen their minimum purchasable amount. Uh, over the past couple months. I think everything's rising in price, though, too. Like, look at gas. Yeah. Fucking gas, dude. Like, a few months ago, just a, yeah, a few months ago, it was at, like, barely $3. Now it's, like, coming up at $3. I've seen gas go up to, like, three eighty for, like, the cheapest uh, octane, right? That's fucking crazy. It's, it's only going to keep going up, though, because we keep printing the dollar. Like I said, we keep printing out money. And it's just bringing the value of the dollar down, which no. is bringing the prices of everything up. I know nothing <laughs> about inflation or the dollar. But hear me out. If I just, you know, Joker from the Dark Knight, that bullshit, <laughs> get a period and I burn it all, does that increase the value of the dollar? <laughs> well, first, that's just straight up illegal. It's illegal to burn money. Yeah. That's it's illegal to melt your coins, like legal tender, legal tender. Yeah, it's it, it's it, it's illegal to deface the U.S. dollar. That reminds me of another thing I'll tell you about at the end of the episode. It was a dumb idea I had. That was Uh-oh. really just bad. Oh. <laughs> it was like a you know those times where I go I should be chaotic, neutral, and just do things that would make me laugh. That would also be incredibly catastrophic to people around me. I had one of those. I had a thought, but I'll tell you about it later. So then, how do you fix inflation? Right now, you, you just, just let the bubble pop. Yeah, you just let that bubble pop. So basically our options are have a dollar be worth jack shit or no, that's, the Great Depression. Well, yeah, they keep printing money, right? But that's So that's the problem, right? They keep printing money instead of cutting back their spending. So if they cut back their spending, then we wouldn't have as much printing going on. And that would – I mean we'd have other issues to deal with, but the value of the dollar would not drop. So, I mean, like, it's a give or take. I think we should have just done what... I mean, like, if you look at the... If you look at, like, the Great Depression, because that's a good reference, right? They had so much money that was worthless that they would rather use it to wipe their ass and, like, fucking start fires with. Yeah, they put it on the wall. Yeah, they would do everything with it, then spend it, because it had no value. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine? Can you imagine walking down to your local Safeway? (laughs) Yeah, I love how it does way, need to be backed. For those of you watching, but even even if it's backed, it still wouldn't. That's like a long. I, in my 
I want to say that would be more of a long-term resolution. Yeah. Right. So like short-term, we'd still be fucked. Yeah. There's just no, again, I don't want to be a pessimist, but that just seems like what the general direction of things are going. Right. But like, I mean, I mean, obviously, cause hear me out. I think it was a, the economy. <laughs> now this may just be me and my nerd self, but the economy was never built to last. <laughs> They didn't build this shit. They weren't like it's a and a system built to last is like, hey, they think to themselves, what happens when we run out of this one thing supporting this entire system? Oh, well, we have contingency plans on contingency plans on contingency plans. They went, we need to build an economy. This paper dollar is gonna worth be worth this much in gold. Okay, well, what happens when we run out of gold? Oh, well. Then this paper dollar will be worth this much in gold. Well, you know what happened, right? So it was backed by the, by so the dollar was backed by gold all the way up until like 1970. Right? Yeah. And then Richard Nixon realized kind of something of that issue, and he was like, "Okay, how about we just turn it into fiat? Let's just turn." And it wasn't just him. Every single currency that was backed by gold, all at the same time, was like, "Okay, we'll just cut our ties with gold. So now we are just fiat currency. So one U.S. dollar is worth one U.S. dollar." What does that mean? It just means it's worth one U.S. dollar. Right. It has no value except for what the government tells you it has value of. Right. So that's pretty much it. That's how you. That's, how, that's exactly how it Rick was, toppled a government in yeah. that one episode. It was supposed. Oh, are you talking about Rick and Morty? Yeah. I was just thinking that too. That's right? exactly how we toppled the whole government. Yeah. yeah they turned one of its. <laughs> they made the worth of one dollar equal to zero dollars. Yeah. yeah. The the central currency is worth. That used to be worth one of itself is now worth none of itself. Right. You better start grabbing your pants. <laughs> yeah, right. All the best pants you can find. But that's what usually happens in those cases is everyone just tries to turn whatever they can into commodities. And that's kind of what we're seeing now, right? That's why you, that's why we see a lot of people who are like getting into Wall Street bets and like investing in like all these commodities, cryptocurrency, and because they're afraid that the dollar is going to start dropping. But how are we afraid of this? People have been saying this was coming for a decade. Like, people, it, it never disappeared. Yeah, Every single right, right, year, right. year, but, oh, be prepared, get prepared, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. And then it starts to happen. Everybody goes, hot damn, grab my pants, get in the bunker, let's hold out. What the fuck? See, and that's my issue is I wish I had learned about all this earlier. Like, me doing all my research now. What does it say? What does that pan pandemic sped it up? Yeah, definitely. Because, again... All the, all the stimulus checks we're getting, they're trying to do another one. Oh, my God. Don't get me started. Isn't it like what, like 1.2 trillion or something like that? It's in the trillions. Yeah. That's yeah. how much – it's just going to add to our debt. And we're already $27 trillion in debt or 23, the $27. The checks was literally the U.S. government sharding its last idea. <laughs> it couldn't even do it. It couldn't even shit out its last idea correctly. Like, US hear me out. Yeah, twenty. We're we're almost at twenty eight trillion in debt right now. Yeah, we're gonna have a. I've been. I I had this idea a while ago. It goes. How bad does the economy need to get? How bad does every country need to be in debt to other countries before we just realize we haven't been owing each other anything and we? It's the whole world. Everything you own is just a just a matter of do they want to give it to you or not. You want to hear something even crazier? I mean, I guess it's not that crazy. Now that we know that the the U.S. debt calculator has just showed me that we're at 20 trillion as of February 26th, 
So our the the fiscal budget or the fiscal budget deficit. So that means the money that we're losing, right? Is 2.3 trillion. So at the end of the day, by the end of 2020, it seems that we're going to be down 2.3 trillion more dollars. Of 2021, you mean? Yeah. But 2020, 3.13 trillion deficit. So that means we, yeah. So that means like, like your bank account, right? At the end of the year, you made $5,000. You lost 8,000, right? $3,000 deficit. Yeah. So whatever they gained, they lost 3 million trillion, 3 trillion more dollars. What the fuck? What are we going to do? Look at us. We're moving. That's what we're doing. Moving to where? <laughs> Japan? Yeah, I don't you know. You think Japan man. wants our dumb, broke-ass American I think they're, I think they have a deficit, too. Fuck. Everybody has a deficit right now. I think the only person currently okay is Wakanda. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Until we figure out where the fuck that is. Yeah, they're probably fine. They probably had the pandemic cured it in the first week. And then said, they never had it, bro. <laughs> they never yeah, had no, it. What the fuck? Yeah, what, what, yeah, who's going to Wakanda to spread diseases? If it was real. Yeah. <laughs> Our producer. <laughs> now, guys, no, this is real. This is, this is an idea here. Okay. All right. I'm like, are you a 23 year old American or 23 year old earthling? Just down on your luck. Are you struggling because Wall Street Bets keeps telling you to do things and your dumbass believes them? Well, I have an I, I do I have the solution for you. Mars. <laughs> Get on a fucking rocket ship, blast yourself across our solar system and see if you can start a life out there. Because if you're stuck here, guess what? Apparently that means no matter how much money you make in the next couple of years as a country, you're still down. Three trillion dollars. <laughs> so just, so maybe, just maybe leave the planet, right? Maybe leave the planet, go to Mars. Mars doesn't have a deficit right now. Mars is on top of its shit. Mars went twenty, like what, nineteen seventy? We switched to fiat currency, right? Thirty years, no, sorry, fifty years ago, Mars went. You see these fucking dumbass Earthlings over here with their evolution and life in atmosphere. We're just gonna stay extinct, bro. Yeah, we're gonna stay extinct. Desolate. Saying fuck the economy. They had the right idea. They said fuck life and fuck these problems. Mars, don't kill yourself. Leave. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it honestly seems right now like a war between like commodities like gold, right, and Bitcoin. That seems to be like a lot of people's like go tos. Like Tesla, Tesla dropped one point five one one billion dollars into Bitcoin as a company. Yeah. I remember I was telling you about this the other day when I was in high school and I had three hundred dollars to buy a Bitcoin with. I asked somebody. What's Bitcoin? You know what they told me? It was the currency drug dealers use. Yeah. Yeah. At the time it was. But that's Not, all I, mean, I knew about it. So yeah. you're telling I'm like looking at it, I was like, I don't want to invest in the Bitcoin. Drug dealers use that shit. No. Nah. And then now we're looking at Bitcoin. They're like, 
Yes, Tesla, a multi-billion dollar company just dropped. How much did you say? A like billion? A billion, yeah. A billion they just invested dude. a billion. And That's there was a bunch of other companies that have been investing a shit That's time. not drug dealer money, okay? Like a billion dollars in drug dealer money, right? $300 is drug dealer money. <laughs> you know what I mean? So someone would have told me Bitcoin is a genuine thing <laughs> at all, at all in my life before today or before this year. I would have been like, Bitcoin's the move. But no. <laughs> it's drug dealer money. That's what it was. It's funny. When I was in Arizona, my friend got me, in, like, started getting me into crypto. Like, he was the one who was like, oh, yeah, I'll get into crypto and all this and that. And he was like, we'll set you up, this and that. And I appreciate his insight, but I never, I never invested because at that time it was still like, it's at like $14,000, which to me was fucking ridiculous at that time. But I mean, speculatively looking at it now, it's at like 40000 45000 now. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess it would have been a good investment. But I wouldn't have kept, like, if I bought Bitcoin, it would have been, like, to buy it, to invest into something else. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, hear me out. With all these trends that other people are going, like, yeah, invest in this, make a bunch of money, and then cash out. That's not, that's not in real investments. That's just them going and saying, hey, you know when you go fishing, and sometimes you see a fish jump out of the water, and you go, wow. <laughs> Those people are saying, wait for it, wait for it. They see a fish jump out of the water, they take their fishing pole, they whip it over there. The hook just gets directly in the fish midair. They flip it over. It lands in their bucket. Perfect. With the water. Pull the needle. Pull the hook out without even the fish knowing it. The fish just jumped in the water. And by the time it landed back in the water, the water was in a bucket. Right? Those are those guys. You're not those guys. I'm not those guys. You're not those guys. I saw this post on – it was on YouTube, but it was a TikTok post. And this guy was telling telling like people how he was able to like live from home, work from home. And he was like, yeah, all I did was just, you know, invest. I, I downloaded Robinhood and I, I invest when the stocks are low. And then when they get high and right when they start dropping, I sell. And it's like, oh, yeah, why doesn't everyone do that? Right. You know? Why doesn't everybody do that? <laughs> what is that? Even? Is that diamond hands? Diamond hands. Diamond hands. <laughs> You so know, let me tell you what the problem is with that, though. So yeah. if everyone started investing in Bitcoin, right, everyone just started quitting their jobs and they're like, OK, I'm just going to play the stock market and invest in Bitcoin. There would be zero productivity happening. What, you know what that means? Yeah. Nothing's being made. Nothing's yeah. being manufactured. Nothing is being created. So essentially, we're just putting everything into money, mm-hmm. expecting, you know, oh, we're going to buy shit with this money. Yeah. But there's no products being made. Because you know, everyone's quit their job trying to invest into Bitcoin. You know what? I or, think, or other other shit. Not just Bitcoin, but like in the stocks too. Yeah. But like here's here's what I think. You know, you really want to get into saving money, getting money, and making money, start building your own iPhones. <laughs> why don't you just why don't we all just do that? Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Why don't we all just go better yet, better yet, why don't we start making everything on our own i was gonna say quit our jobs and then investing in bitcoin this is this my this was my idea why don't we just like start buying like why don't we just start owning our own farms start making our own food find a water source and just do that we don't need money anymore you got food you got water you got shelter you're good, right? The law of 1780 bullshit, right? When you grow your own crops, oh my and God. the government says, fuck your crops. <laughs> I don't know about you. He, he, he I learned about this thing in once. U.S. Gov. Yeah, so in U.S. Gov, there was a, um, there was a, an act, 
lot. Yeah, there was a lot at the time. It was during the Great Depression because, uh, obviously, a lot of production being made, but the dollar was shit. And so they, they, they regulated the amount of produce you can make as a farmer to help with like the backlash of the depression. And so I was telling them this story that I read about a case, a, a case trial that happened where a guy made, he was a farmer who made his maximum produ- production that he could make in wheat. I was just say wheat. And then, uh, made like a thousand, like a hundred more pounds of wheat for him and his family for himself. Right. And so, I forget what the agency is called, but there's like a federal, like a federal government sector that actually like goes out to these farms to make sure that they're following these regulations. They go out, they see that this guy's making a hundred pounds more than he was allowed to, and somehow, some way, somehow, because the U.S. government cannot fuck with like interstate, no, it's intrastate trading. So that means like within your own state, right? So somehow they were able to loophole this shit. To make it seem that this guy who literally is making this product for himself shouldn't affect anyone else, right? Just make it for himself. Well, because he's making it for himself, someone else can't, he can't, you know, someone else can't sell that 100 pounds to him. Yeah. So someone else is getting screwed. Yeah. That can affect another city and another city. And eventually, you know, it works its way to another state. So now we have interstate trading, which they are allowed to mess around with. Oh, is that what the fuck happened? Yeah. I'm so mad. I thought basically the government went, yeah, you know these like six pairs of pants you just made? You're only allowed to have four. So I'm going to take these two and I'm going to go ahead and say, you can wear two. <laughs> you can sell the other two. But if you have a family of four, that means two people in your house don't have pants. You know what I'm saying? Like the government just showed up and said, fuck your crops. If I can't eat, neither can you. Yeah. That's all they fucking said to that guy. They were like, well, you're telling me you grew, you went through all the labor, all the time, and all the management right, to grow dude. another 100 pounds of wheat so your family have food to eat? Fuck you, nigga. You have to buy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's either you lose 100 out of your 1,000 you're trying to sell or you buy from someone else, which is just generally the same damn thing. Right. This is – and since we have the wrap-up soon, right, this is exactly the same reason why I, my dumbass plan – to do something incredibly illegal and very wrong did, should happen, right? I know it's incredibly illegal. <laughs> it's really stupid once I say it out loud. But if it happened, I would just love to see the backlash of just one day. So I was talking to Cassie the other day. We were watching a show called The Mayor, mm-hmm. right? Mr. Mayor. And and uh, during one of the episodes, he has to go and make all the, you know, those meet and greets where you're like, I'm so sorry to hear about this and I'm so glad to meet you and you go to place after place, waving your hands, talking out your ass, and eventually you get to go home at the end of the day. Yeah. So during the episode, he stopped by a dispensary because he's the mayor of L.A. in the show. Mm-hmm. And so L.A. has the most dispensary. And they're like, congratulations. We were finally glad to open our 10,000 dispensary. They open it up. They give him a bag of gummy bears on the house. He eats like six. <laughs> he's this old 72-year-old dude. Yeah. Right? He gets stoned out of his mind. He still has to go the whole day still meeting and greeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that led me to my brilliant idea. I get a job in a sewage treatment plant, right? Uh-huh. Controlling all the water that an entire city has to drink, right? Mm-hmm. Out of the faucet, out of the toilet. I drop 10 
thousand pounds of THC laced weed, but flavorless. Right? You know, you could all, or or acid, <laughs> just drops of acid. Right? Just drop ten thousand pounds of acid into the thousand drops, yeah, to a city drops. water supply. But Jesus. do it in Washington D.C. because that's how you drug the president. That's the only <laughs> way you get around the drug the president for a day. Now, after some consideration, I realized this is why I wouldn't go through with it because babies drink that water, and I can't put babies on drugs. <laughs> yeah, no just, shit. That's where I draw the line. I don't care about <laughs> drugging the president, drugging the uh, what was it called, the Secret Service. You know, he's and not then, going to do this. Uh, so please don't show up at his house, please. <laughs> no i thought about it too i was all like no i went cassie i was like cassie you know why we can't do that because think of it all the people who drink make their coffee in the morning right yeah let's say you make your cup of coffee you're drinking your cup of coffee on the way to work all of a sudden all that all the drugs that put in the water supply just hit you Jesus. in your morning drive to work holy <laughs> shit can you imagine how many accidents yeah how many accidents are you gonna you, cause yeah like we already have like over a what, 10,000 accidents in this country a day? Yeah. Right? Now imagine if 100% of the people on the freeway going 60 miles. Imagine you're going 70 miles an hour and then you start getting high. <laughs> you wouldn't even notice it until you've already passed your exit. You'd be like, holy shit, I'm high as fuck. I'm going 90 miles an hour. That's a truck. And then you're dead. That's why I can't do that because it's wrong. But, Mr. President, I would watch your coffee delivery supplies for the next couple months. Because <laughs> I also had the idea of if I was a coffee delivery guy for the White House, what if I just switched out an entire crate of coffee with weed coffee? <laughs> How would they tell the difference? How could they figure out what's the problem? They probably just can't fire a bunch of people for getting high at work. Nobody would know. Nobody would understand. And then, and then once the president got high, <laughs> they'd be, oh, it's the coffee. <laughs> And then I go to jail for the rest of my life. That was what I wanted to tell you earlier. Also, if you guys want to look up the the uh, tr- uh, the Supreme Court case I was talking about that I really badly butchered, it's Wickard versus Filburn. Wickard versus Filburn, 1942. Yeah, but that you know, with that, remember, kids, with your money, don't be stupid. Yeah. Just don't be stupid. Like yeah. I'm stupid. Don't be neat. Okay, I just sat here for ten minutes telling about how I create a vit. That's a terrorist attack, <laughs> and I guess it's not a terrorist because you're not you're not bombing anything. You're not bombing anything. You're just creating mass panic because <laughs> everybody's on drugs. <laughs> not you're not you're not intentionally hurting anybody. You're just putting everybody on like it's just you get the same result at like EDM. <laughs> you get the same result at EDM. It's just that when you put it. In the scale of, you know, San Jose or Washington, D.C., it becomes a terrorist attack. <laughs> Either way, don't be me. Don't be stupid. Don't say these things on the Internet. And it's your boy Waffles. <laughs> and your boy Maui. <laughs> this is Couch Surfing. Peace. Peace.